0: talk about today is how to have good taste in music. Obviously I think that 90s music is where it's at
1: when you were young you were the king
0: of carrot flowers and how you and welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy and this is Hey I'm Mitchell. Hey Mitchell how are you?
2: I'm very well Amy how are you?
0: Uh, I think I'm, we're good. I think we're being spied on.
2: Oh really? The yeah. birds are spies. They report to the trees.
0: I think there's a dude spying on us. Can you speak FBI agent?
3: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we do have a guest and it is hmm?
3: Oh, it's it's my turn. Um Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm I'm Craig.
0: Hi Craig. How are you?
3: I am fantastic, although exhausted and spread thin and did I say exhausted? I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Yeah, same, my dude.
0: Yeah, you haven't even spawned yet, though.
3: Soon. So <laughs> much. It's it's the. I'd like to say it's the calm before the storm, but it's the storm before the storm because you've yes, got definitely. so so much shit to get done right before. Like I haven't packed my go bag yet, and I really need to have my go bag packed.
0: Should have been done a while ago. You did Probably. end your podcast though.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> priorities
0: <laughs> priorities in the podcast then pack the go bag
3: in all fairness though the podcast should have been ended a long time
1: ago
0: hey i'm glad y'all guys came back when you guys did but yeah i was happy about it i just am really behind on episodes so you still haven't ended for me i have three more episodes to listen to
2: did we oh. mention what uh, podcast craig does
3: i don't think we named we it did. did we? we should
0: <laughs> it's eureka podcast
3: the worst podcast name ever
0: Uh, It's still one of my favorite podcasts, though, but you can listen to it still on iTunes. They're just not going to be, you know, putting new episodes up. Um, So the reason why we are having this is because you threw down the gauntlet in like April. Uh,
2: Yeah. Whenever you first invited me onto the show, uh, I had been listening to a few episodes in preparation, and Craig's episode is one of them, and uh, I believe his theme was why he had the best taste in music. And uh, I threw down a challenge on my first episode because I think I have pretty great taste in music.
0: So, so It's the final showdown to see who's going to leave alive.
2: I hope we both leave alive with just some new bands, but yes. I do hope that in the end, perhaps the <laughs> listeners like me a little bit better. Just to,
0: you just want to eke out like right. a win. Yeah, because there's going to be a poll afterwards for everyone to decide who does have the best taste in music. Craig, you're not allowed to bully your way in. <laughs> Don't bully a win.
3: I don't, I don't, I don't think I have that kind of power. I mean, you guys have way more listeners than my podcast ever had, or at least way more interaction. I don't know what your numbers are. I mean, I know what my numbers were; they were really bad. And uh, so, I, I, I don't. Uh, contrary to any kind of belief that you might have, I have no pool. There's, there's no. I can't, I can't go on Twitter and ask my two of listeners to <laughs> swing the vote.
0: What we're gonna do is we're gonna have y'all each bring. Four songs because there's normally eight songs per episode, and just go back and forth and kind of explain what your songs are about, and then there's going to be a poll on the group to see who's actually the winner. Now, Craig, what is your first song?
3: Uh, I believe the first song I've got is uh, G Sharp by the band Kitten. How does this prove you have the best taste Well so the theme that I have for my selections is I wanted to have a wide range of sounds and to show that I have a well-rounded uh, musical taste and um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, of just kind of I, don't, I think your word would be ethereal sounding music with lady singers and um, yes
0: <laughs> that's how I would call it.
3: And so, I, I mean, I just love this song. I actually really don't like much else by them. Um, I saw them at a festival once, and uh, they had been playing the hell out of that song before, up, the, up until the show. But, I'm a big fan of that song. Um, I don't know. It's, I dig it.
0: I, I did love the, uh, the ethereal girl lady singer situation. The visuals of the video were interesting as well.
3: I, I actually <laughs> haven't sure seen the video.
0: Also, yeah, it's interesting. I'll,
3: All of these songs I have in at least one uh, playlist on my Google Music playlists. So these are songs that I'm not trying to, like, uh, oh, here's a song that I think is cool and people will like me for. Because I also had the idea at one point to just pick the hits. Like the first song out of the (laughs) gate, be like Journeys Don't Stop Believing, because you can't lose if you pick Journeys
2: Don't Stop Believing.
0: You were going to pander.
3: Listen, you do whatever you got to do to get the job done. I, I totally get it, Craig. And, <laughs> and then I thought um, about just like nothing but like Lady Gaga. And just so that way I can just pander to the host.
0: Hey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or Queen, right?
3: Well, yeah. Who doesn't like Queen?
0: I don't know a person who doesn't like Queen. So I really loved this song. And I was, I was excited. You know, because I went through these by how you put them down, and I was like, oh, he didn't choose, like, Thursday, well, <laughs> and I'm so used to him choosing Thursday, and I know brand new is dead to you now, so... Uh, sad, like, sad. <laughs> so, but I was happy to hear the Ethereal Girl song.
2: Yeah, so I'm, I'm obviously not the ultimate arbiter of, of this whole thing, but uh, I... I know a good opener when I hear one, and this is a solid first song choice. I was <laughs> definitely, uh, I'm definitely into this one. Uh, so far up my alley, it's, it's shooting dope, you know, like uh, the hazy vocals and the, the guitars, like the tremolo guitars and all that sort of stuff. And of course, I've professed my love of female vocals and like poppy sounding sort of music. And the vocals on this even sound very similar to like some of the modern pop goddesses like uh sort of Katy perry and and that sort of stuff Uh, Katy perry taylor swift and i don't want that to sound like a disservice because like i love those voices they're very powerful voices and so it's cool to hear that sort of mixed with this more spacey um sort of shoegazy kind of a sound so i'm definitely going to go listen to this band i i'm uh I'm taken aback by how solid of a first choice that was. Yeah, kind of like, went hard. Originally, you were going to say, uh, yeah, right out of the gate. And originally, uh, you were going to say Thursday. I remember I uh, was an early forerunner, and I was going to try to one-up you with some at-the-drive-in.
3: But, uh, <laughs> well, and see, and then I actually, I, so I put way too much time. See, now, if, maybe if I would have put as much time into my podcast as I did into my selections and yeah, exactly. And trolling you at the same time, maybe oh, was my podcast so there would was have some, been like the greatest ever. But I
2: <laughs> there was some top level trolling going on on the show sheet. I don't know if Amy saw any I of that.
0: Not, oh that boy, like, it was
3: very very <laughs> I good.
0: Chill back and relax because everybody oh, else has to pick
3: the songs. So Amy, if if you would have been checking the show sheet as uh as as uh as diligently as I was. <laughs> I submitted my four songs right out of the bat. So like originally my first song, I think I had my first song was Thursday. And then um I also submitted uh Mitchell's first four songs. And I had uh, yeah. <laughs> uh I had uh his first one was uh Icky breaky heart. Mm-hmm. Wait, and then really? I had Yeah and These, these had, are the ones that he put in my slot.
0: Oh, I was as trying a joke to figure out why you chose that one I <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you almost pulled the wool over Amy's eyes. Okay. The next one was Christmas shoes. Uh, I'm trying to remember. You you change, you put another four on there, and there was some uh, orchestral maneuvers in the in the dark, which I thought was a very good
3: choice. <laughs> there was a uh, miracles by ICP. Yep. Oh. There was some really good ones. It was, it was amusing the shit out of me. That's for sure.
0: I think miracles is what we use for our science episode. Oh wow. Hey, <laughs> I, I love crappy songs sometimes. Um. So your answer, of course, has to be pretty strong.
1: Yeah,
2: so originally I was going to try to go tit for tat and sort of com- compare to, to Craig's choice one-on-one, but eventually I just decided to pick some some songs that, uh, like he said, kind of express the range of, of what I'm into and the things that I enjoy about music. And so my first choice is a band called Ringo Death Star and a song called Guilt. And uh, I brought this to kind of represent my love of heavy music that kind of has a poppy sensibility. So this is like a shoegaze band with a little bit of extra umph. They have like parts that are kind of influenced by like Husker Du and Smashing Pumpkins. But they get a lot, uh, they get compared a lot to My Bloody Valentine and those sorts of bands. Uh, But if you listen to their records, you'll find the sort of nuance um, about them. Female vocals, lots of harmonies, lots of loud fuzzy guitars. Uh they're a three piece and so like the drums are just all over the place um like right, really filling up the uh the sonic space is do they, do and they have,
3: uh do they have two female vocalists or is it just layered
2: it is just layered in the song um, okay w- although the uh the guitar player also does some singing, but he's a a gentleman um but yeah he he always has like really great guitar leads too and st- they're like. Relatively simplistic, where it's a, more of a hummable melody rather than sort of shreddy sort of guitars, and so I've always loved that about their uh, their guitar leads. They're very memorable and like you're kind of humming them
3: afterwards. So I like the song a lot. I'll be honest, I like mine better. Uh, sure. If, <laughs> if if we were if we were rating them on band band names. Then Ringo Death Star wins in a, I mean, in a, that's it, a great that's, band name. That's, that's one of the all time great band names. If if this was, if this was baseball scouting, that's an 80 grade name right there. That's, you, yes, can't, for beat, sure. you can't beat Ringo Death Star. That is so great. But I mean, I really did like the song. My only knock on the song is it felt like, like I'm a big fan of like verse chorus setups. And it felt like it was just one solid piece. Just like one. I didn't feel like there was a lot of change up in it, but. Other than that, I mean, I, I, I liked it a lot. I'm gonna, I'm, am de- I'm gonna listen to them more. But
2: oh yeah, yeah, this whole album is really, really good. It's a good place to start. I believe it's called, uh, I think it's called Pure Mood or Pure. I think it's called Pure Mood.
0: I wouldn't have known they were metal unless you told me.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're shoegazy. I mean, I wouldn't consider them a metal band, but yeah, they're kind of shoegazy. I like
0: them a lot. Yeah, yeah, I, uh,
3: a fun I, song. I really enjoyed it. I'll, I, uh, uh. Foreshadowing it's not the song I liked the most on your list, but I really, I I, I yeah, for sure. I, I, it was not, it was not the song that I was expecting out of the gate, let's put it that way. I think that's we, we had that in common.
0: What is your answer to Ringo
3: Deathstar's guilt? <laughs> so, the second song I brought was uh, Welcome Home by Radical Face, yeah, and I had switched that one up a couple times because I, I think it was, was Ghost Town by
1: Radical on Face initially. On. My chest, so my face spot
3: And I had switched that one up a couple times because I went—I think—went with Ghost Town by Radical Face initially. But not, I, Welcome, I decided to go with Welcome Home because that's the song that introduced me to the band, and I'm a huge fan of clapping as percussion, and it has a lot me of. Me too. So I, I love this song so much.
0: I—I uh, I probably listened to this like whenever you, you finalized your list. I listened to this like four times because I love this song, and I love this song so much that I tried to learn it on ukulele. Which had, is impossible.
3: Had you learned it? Had you heard? Had you heard it before?
0: I had, for some reason, it had been played on some playlist at work. Uh, I'm pretty that my sure. Boss had chosen.
3: I'm pretty sure I submitted it one time and it didn't get played. Also,
0: actually, it might have gotten played, but I love the song so much that I, um, I, I was like, I love this. Song. I just love this song. It, it's such an exuberant song, and like. Um, it has. It sounds exuberant whenever, like the theme is actually kind of dark, and I I love that kind of sensibility.
3: I'm a big fan of songs that sound upbeat, to quasi upbeat, and has a uh, depressing as <laughs> shit meaning. Like nothing uh,
0: like picking scabs off your back.
3: <laughs> like uh, the song uh, "Semi Charm Life" is like <laughs> the darkest song ever, but it's the most up. It's the, it's it's quite a toe tapper.
2: This yeah, quite- we talked about the we talked about that a couple weeks ago. Uh, a third eye blind song made the cut, yeah. and I was telling Amy how great that record is, and like the semi-charmed life is about methamphetamine, and like, yeah, it's it's actually
3: really dark and very good, very good record. Have you heard the uh, the, the his, there, anything off their newest album? I've not. They just released a new album um, a couple months ago, and the alternative station up here was playing a song off of it, and it was really good. I can't remember the name of it, but I was I was astonished. Because the first time I heard it, I was like, this sounds kind of... I, I feel like I know who this is. And I was like, oh, that's the new one by Third Guy Blind. I was like, no fucking way. Wow. That is amazing. I'm going to look it up right wow. now and we're going <laughs> to... Yeah,
2: I can't wait to check that out for sure. Yeah. So... Uh, what I wrote down in my notes was this song doesn't bombard you and kidnap you away. It leaves a trail of candy to a quaint cottage in the woods filled with <laughs> hand claps and harmonies. Uh, and this, this song definitely the first time I listened to it, I was like, okay, I get what they're going for. I hear all the cool little elements that make it not just a, a standard sort of folk band. Uh, I, I but I, it didn't stick with me. And then I listened to it a second time in headphones and I just heard all the layers that are in there. And I was very, very impressed. Um, I'm also a huge fan of hand claps as, as a percussive element. And they have it in spades. And then there's like a cool <laughs> snare roll that comes in uh, toward the end, like really, really quietly and, and faintly. It's uh, very well layered. So definitely an impressive pick here as well.
3: My favorite music element is heavy layering. Which is part of the reason why I'm such a huge oh, yeah. fan of the band Brand New that are now
2: dead to me. Yeah, yeah. and we, we won't have to go down that rabbit hole, but I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I, uh, but-
3: I also uh I, I have a nice comprehensive list of notes on the songs, and I left it downstairs, so I'm going to have to wing it.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm, I'm winging it, because <laughs> Mitchell's always more prepared than I am.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I try to be on point, just so
2: I don't look like a dummy.
0: I'm okay with looking
2: like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's see. I have a response to your Radical Face song. Uh, I brought uh, Serengeti. Uh, he has a song called My Patriotism, and this is the remix from Why. Man, I do feel
1: so patriotic. Some selfish and wealth. is self. Self. It's tradition. Winners and victims. Winners win and raise hip kids. Poor people day gigs for the rest of your life. Not a tennis playing wife. Not a son who writes books. Clean the kitchen and cook. Work summers on his own roofs. At least you're staying pretty deep. Shape no garnish fruit bowls, crafts of juice and lightened fluffy crepes. Do nothing but work in stress. You ask for self-win, raise your kids to be free. Start a band called Me, tour Spain, champagne, cocaine, remain. Golf stroke, stay broke, gotta smoke, revoke. Mountain Lodge, garage, edit film, super sweet. Not reinforced concrete on your back and feet. Pro guns and day gigs and rich kids and mad smiths. The U.S., the most fanciful nothingness. So go in, clean a well-off, buy shit and turn soft. Thin like chicken broth, six,
2: And uh, I know Amy has heard Serengeti before, I'm not sure if Craig has, but uh, it sort of covers the indie hip-hop spectrum that I kind of like. I love the original version of this, that's Serengeti's old producer, a guy named Polyphonic, uh, but this version is remixed by a guy named Y, you know, W-H-Y question mark, and Y is one of my favorites, he's like an old, uh, he's one of the original members of the Anticon Collective. Uh, he was in a band called Dose One that's just weird experimental hip hop uh, with weird ambient textures and stuff like that. And then he has uh, an indie band that has a lot of hip hop influence as well. So all of the instrumentation in this particular version is taken from Wise Band and then remixed and chopped up and and made as the new track for Serengeti's rap. Uh, and the rap, you know, it has he talks about the the humdrum like rat race life and and coming to terms with not being part of the cliche life of you know tennis playing wives and having you know having to be married with children to be an acceptable member of your community and all that sort of stuff, and you know who waves the biggest American flag you know so I, I thought yeah this this kind of covers a lot of ground in, in that sort of. Indie hip-hop and just, like, the thematic elements that I really like.
0: Yeah, and then a lot of Serengeti's other songs are about, like, how he kind of wants that life, too. Yeah,
2: exactly. It's sort of struggling with that, so. So,
0: he's trying to, like, do the musician thing, but sometimes he really does want the two and a half kids and a
3: wife. hmm So.
0: so what do you think, Kirk? Full
3: disclosure, my biggest weak point in musical taste is anything with any kind of, like, a hip-hop lean. Because... I'm not a lyrics guy really at all. I, I'm a more of a music and uh melody kind of guy. So I rarely, li- very, very rarely break down, um, lyrics. And so I, I don't, I don't really go out of my way to listen to a lot of hip hop, but I did really love, I had to, I had to listen to this several times because it takes me a while to, uh, because I'll start like, oh, I want to listen to that. Because I, I, I catch words like, oh, this has a this song has a cool message, and then I zone out because my ADD just takes me off. Right, level. yeah. And so it took me several times to get what the guy was trying to get to, and uh, I thoroughly loved what the song was about. Um, I uh, I I I loved some of the music elements. I think I think I have a note. That some of the music reminds me a little bit of um, some M eighty three, which I'm oh yeah for of. sure, me too, and so yeah, I I feel, I feel like if I really want to be super music snob, that I really need to give more hip hop time. Like my brother's a big fan of Cope, and I've never really given him time mm-hmm. the, the time of day mainly because I don't want to ever admit that my brother's right.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. I was like, which person are you not giving the time of day,
3: huh? <laughs> Um, but I, 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 it's 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 a very solid track. Um, I was I, I, I'm a little disappointed that uh, he goes by Serengeti Serengeti, and there wasn't about like lions and um.
1: <laughs> right.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, you need. to mean, if he does,
3: If if he doesn't have a song about straight up Mufasa, then I, I I have a really serious problem with his name choice. I bet he does.
0: I guarantee you he probably does. <laughs> yeah. for unless sure. His, he's very prolific. Name, yeah. Unless
3: his uh birth name is Serengeti, then that's a whole different layer. <laughs> All right,
0: <it's> <laughs> All right, anyway, okay. what <laughs> what you got? So
3: the next song I think I also I wanted to uh I wanted to bring songs that I didn't think people would have heard, but I didn't want them to be songs that people would hadn't heard and then just be absolutely jarring. Like I didn't want to bring some fall of Troy to the the, the table because mm-hmm. Right, they, are, they they are some it's some jarring music. It's very technical, proficient, and impressive if you could if you can enjoy that type of thing. But I get why nobody listens to Fall of Troy because it is what it is. But this band, Open Hand, it, it it's it's neck and neck for uh uh, uh this the song off the album um In Dreams is neck and neck with uh the Blue album as my favorite album of all time. 20 years, 20 years. this album so much. Uh they uh the band doesn't sound like this at all anymore. Um their uh, uh their guitarist no the the, the the lead guitarist and singer he stayed throughout but their uh, other guitarist and their drummer went on to form the band Saosin and Saosin oh, yeah. Saosin I'm so you could probably hear the Saosin in this first open hand CD, because it's
2: yeah, I can hear some of
3: the like influences in this song for sure. Uh, hey, I've not heard
0: and, either of these bands.
3: <laughs> and I would be so I would I would uh, honestly Amy with how much as you listen to like Thursday and stuff like that back in the day, I think you probably heard some Seosin and didn't know it because they I had probably this.
0: Have. I probably have, but anyways, on a mix CD.
3: They uh, do you, have you do you know the band Circus Survive? Yes, definitely, I do. Because I probably the, have it some. The lead singer for Circus Survive is also the lead singer for Seosin. But anyway. Um I mean, Tangents, I'm I'm great at them. But so anyway, but like uh 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 oh shit, now I can't remember his name. And this is, I'm not a huge uh uh drummer aficionado, but this dude is by far my favorite drummer. Um I love everything about this band. It's layered and it's it's I can't believe how much sound this four piece band creates and I love just the stuff is all over the place and it's layered and it's technical and it's fast and it's it's got heavy and it's got soft and it's just it's it's this I love this album so much and i and a part of me wonders how this band didn't get bigger off this album because when it came out this is what i mean this came out at the same time as full collapse by Thursday and all these other bands that mm-hmm. got huge off this type the sound this type of music. And I don't know how this band didn't get huge because they came out this. I mean, th- when they, this album came out, this was, this sound was huge and they just, they just fell through the cracks.
0: Yeah. I was somehow shocked like that. I missed them. Cause I was like, is this a band that somehow I'd never heard of? That was a lot of the same music I was into. So it was really cool to see something new from that era that, I definitely
2: hadn't experienced. Yeah, this, uh, I, I noticed they were on Trust Kill Records, and that kind of takes me back to when I used to work at Hot Topic. I used to bump <laughs> a lot of that Trust Kill stuff. Um, and so whenever whenever I hit play on this, I kind of expected it to be one of the more generic Trust Kill bands. Uh, but, and it kind of, it doesn't get really going until after the first, like, 20 or 30 seconds. Like, it has a little bit of intro riff. But then once that first little breakdown hits, uh, yeah, they're pretty, pretty incredible, actually. Like it's- some really weird mathy parts and like uh, parts with har- guitar harmonics. And uh, then they have like some weird, like sort of post grungy parts that sound like hum or failure or something like that. It's really all yeah. over the place. And like you said, the drummer is incredible for this band.
3: And, and, and the song starts off with a line from Spinal Tap.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was trying to figure of, out where I knew that sample from. It,
3: it, the line is, I'm going to play some new things for you that I think might be commercial. <laughs> and, it's, and it's from the end of the movie, Spinal Tap, when the band is broken up and the guitarist is starting his second gig. Or his second band.
2: Yeah. Oh, my bad. only uh, my only nitpick with this one was that the vocalist in certain parts kind of sounds like Gavin Rossdale from Bush. <laughs> And like the the rest of the song is fucking rad as hell, and like even whenever he's doing that sort of thing, it yeah. still sounds cool. But I just like get a weird Gavin from Bush feel in, on some of those parts. But well, like I said he, it's usually in those sort of post grungy parts where it kind of fits, and the music is is badass. So.
3: Here, here, the tragedy of the band is uh, so the second album sounds a little bit like this, but not nearly as bad. It still has flashes of the badass and the layers. But the third album is much more of a groove album. I, it's it's still good, but it's not why I got into the band. So it's hard for me to. On one hand, I, I'm I'm this petulant child. Like eh, me, they don't make the music that I like anymore. <laughs> but on the other hand, because um, it's I, I feel like bands can't win either. Either e- either you evolve as a band and you're killed for not making stuff that everybody likes, or. You make you, the same uh, thing over and over again. And then people shit on you for never evolving, like, you know, a shitty band exactly. like Godsmack or Nickelback or I mean, it's just your shit just always sounds the same. But, yeah, it's but, – but then again, part of – one of the main reasons why they sound so much different is because two of the members that helped create that sound – I mean, it's like uh, Weezer and um, their bassist. When they left, their sound changed dramatically and that happens and –
2: Alright, so uh, I believe it's my turn now. Mm -hmm. Um, My third song is from a band called Drab Majesty, and the song is called Not Just a Name. So this band uh, is, a, is a two-piece out of Los Angeles, I believe, or somewhere in California, and it, uh, it's, it's bringing the slow, dark, brooding, synthy, uh, a lot of 80s sounds happening in here as well. Uh, the album version of this song is really great, but this particular version is from an Audio Tree series where they record bands playing in weird, odd places, and this is at the International Museum of Surgical Science in Chicago. And uh, they're playing in front of these like beautiful statues, and the two members of the band are these uh, androgynous people wearing these white gowns and like white face paint and these reflective visors across their eyes, like really strange looking people. Uh, and they just play this weird, dark, new wavy—I don't know—dark wavy kind of music. It's really brooding. Uh, The guitars are tuned to a weird tuning, and so all the guitar arpeggios are, like, really pretty and shimmery and really dark-sounding synths, and the vocals and the vocal harmonies all build together to just constantly push the song deeper and further until the end, which has this, like, really beautiful, uh, shimmery outro. So... Drab Majesty, yeah, definitely a cool band, and, and bringing something a little bit different to the show, I think.
0: Yeah, I played it like three
2: times. Dude, this this version is just incredible, and the more I listen to it, the more I fall in love. So, what'd you
3: think, Craig? So I did not hear that version. I heard the uh, album version because I I created, I created a playlist on this of the songs so I could like conveniently listen to them at work because they kind of monitor what we do online a little bit, and I can. It's, it was a lot easier for me to set up a playlist on my phone and just hit all the songs on repeat. But I genuinely yeah. adored this song. I loved it so much,
2: dude. Yeah, uh, definitely
3: hop online
2: and, and find that the version that we linked to on the show sheet. Yeah, so cool. I, uh, um, you'll you'll love it. I uh,
0: you know since you're not trapped at work anymore.
3: I uh, I'm I. I was never a big fan of eighties music, even though I mean I grew up in the eighties for the most part. I mean I peaked in the nineties, but I grew up in the eighties listening to a lot of music. I'm definitely a uh, a kid who cut his teeth watching MTV, and uh, so I there I, I I am now having a fondness for eighties music. Like I'm a big fan of uh, when I listen to old eighties stuff now of like um the uh, the digital uh, like kitar bass stuff, just that completely synthetic bass stuff. Not that this has that, but I'm just talking about why I love 80s music. But I love yeah, the sure. song. And uh, it it, it I, every time I listen to the song today, because I, I, mean, I listen to every th- all, all the songs several times. But every time I listen to the song, I was like, this song, even though it's new-ish, new, whatever. I'm assuming it came out in the last four or five years. Yeah, it years, came out like
2: last year, I think.
3: Would have fit perfectly on the Donnie Darko soundtrack. That's all I could keep thinking of. <laughs> yes, about. definitely.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, it would have.
3: And yeah, so, in that, the
2: same mood of a lot of those Tears for Fears songs. Yeah, that, and I was, that was the same darkness. And that
3: was another thing. I actually, I had written down. I was like, this song sounds like it would could have been written by Tears for Fears. And so, I was just everything about this song. I'm just, I'm just a sucker for '80s retro stuff. I, I, I wonder if and and i think there's a lot of um elements in in modern music that are kind of mimicking what was done in the 80s so now i'm wondering if like glam rock will be the next thing to come like if there's just this there's just this uh if it'll be like a true timeline of music so you get like uh this uh like the like the post disco uh moody music and then you build up to like this over the top super crazy what the fuck are people doing music but I don't know, man. This is this. The song was kudos, sir. This was I. I genuinely love this it. song.
2: I, I, I was hoping that this episode was going to be a little bit more antagonistic, but like, man, yeah, me and Craig just both love each other's music taste, and we're all winners today.
0: <laughs> I think so. This is so unexpected. I love it. I thought there was going to be more fighting. <laughs> What's
2: happening? <laughs> We're both just like cuddly dudes that talk a big game. I
0: know. I'm so used to like more being trolled by Greg.
3: Well, what it, what it boils down to uh, most of the trolling is an act. And secondly, I'm just a big fan of music. So if I like something, I'm not going to shit on it just to. Just exactly.
2: Shit on it.
3: And so I love that. I, you, you hadn't heard anything that I had submitted, had you?
0: I'd heard Radical Face. I heard that one, and I'd heard it uh, a few years ago, and I love the song. But that's the only song I've. And I, uh,
2: yeah, none of these are bands that I had ever listened yeah. to before. So
0: and, and I've heard of Serengeti, but that was it. Yeah, it so was list.
3: everything was absolutely new to me. So I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Yay, new music! I love new music. <laughs>
3: So I believe it's uh, Craig's turn one more time.
2: Yeah,
0: Craig, you get one last chance.
3: My last submission is a uh, British band called Johnny Foreigner. I believe "Johnny Foreigner" is a term that British people have for foreign people, which is so. <laughs> it's – So, uh, if you if you so expats that live in England, they call them Johnny Foreigners. And so, uh, but this band, so like I, I mentioned the band Fall of Troy earlier, and so this band reminds me of like a really mellow Fall of Troy, and this band isn't mellow at all. So that gives you an idea what Fall of Troy is. But I I'm found always, it
0: accessible. <laughs> I'm
3: always absolutely astonished about how much sound this power trio creates because oh, wow. it's three people and there is just an ungodly amount of sound and music and the play. It's it's here, it's there. I mean, it's there's runs of just not there's not there's not like your classic guitar solos, but there's just nonstop runs of just little. Arpeggios, I guess you would call them. Of, I don't know. I mean, I just, I'm just fascinated by how this band can layer their sound, and I can't believe they can do it live. And I'm just, I'm just, uh, my uh, good buddy Craig uh, turned me onto this band, and I just, I, I can't get enough of them because, it, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm such a sucker for layering, and this this band layers the hell out of the music, and it's, it's just, it's just. I love it.
2: It's yeah. This this and that kitten song were definitely my two favorites out of what you submitted. Uh, this is another one that's just insanely like directed at my brain from you, like a dart into my brain. It's definitely something I would that I love. And uh, you know, like we said, I wish I had more bad things to say about these songs. But, like this <laughs> one rules. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of a band called Jank or a band called Joanna Gruesome. Uh, but both of those bands. I've, uh, I've heard, this kind of reminds I've, me of
3: both of those. I believe I've heard jank. I don't. I, I don't think I've heard the other one.
2: Yeah, jank uh, is very like mathy, mathy emo, and and has a lot of the weird noodly guitars and just like weird shifty uh, changes. Kind of like this band is. So that's the term I, I was looking for. think you definitely dig some jank.
3: I, I was looking for noodly. That and that, damn it. <laughs> yeah, noodly is a word that. When I
2: I try to use it very judiciously because a lot of times noodly just means like to people, it means just like sit guitar solos that go nowhere and just kind of wanking around. But uh, whenever you're talking about mathy music, like angular riffs, uh, I I use noodly in a very specific sense. So I'm glad you you seem to use it in the same way that I do.
3: It's it's Um, a a word that I don't use often enough. I will say... You are dynamite at terminology for describing music. I'm always, I'll be listening to something like, God damn, that's a great word to describe that. That's dude. I'm glad because I feel like I use the same
2: ones too much, but, uh, I I try to vary it up and be kind of smart, but thank you very much. I appreciate that. I
0: think you're really good at describing music. Yeah. So,
2: so for, for people listening to the podcast that really enjoyed this, check out Jank, check out Joanna Gruesome. Uh, they're another English band. That's just noise pop. um, I really love the vocals in this. Tons of great vocal harmonies. Uh, There's a lot of weird instrumentation. Like you were talking about the layering. There's tons of cool layering where like synths and like there's some little chimey bells that come in toward the end. And then despite all these like poppy elements coming together, they're a very like brash and noisy, gritty band. Uh so yeah definitely loved this. I'm going to go download shit tons of Johnny Foreigner, shit tons of Kitten whenever I get home.
3: I'm uh am I'm a, I'm also a huge fan of the dichotomy of the male and female vocalists because they oh, look off yeah. each other really well.
0: That was like a good play between them. What mm-hmm. was going on? That I really that was like my favorite part. <laughs> I don't know about noodling at all, <laughs> but I really enjoyed this band.
2: All right, so I believe it is my turn, and we're going to end it, um, end this contest at least, with my selection of a band called Emperor X, and the song is called Allahu Akbar.
1: Shock in the riverbed was deposited by the ocean as it boiled off, encased in calcium carbonate. We could drown or we could solder. I climbed the ranks of militiamen. And the satyrites and my parents felt a cautious pride And disregarded Sharia law And put the tigress in a trench now Give us rain, 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 give us rain rain, Send us water! Send Send us trucks, send us trucks, send us trucks, send us trucks, send us trucks Send us tanks, send us iron
2: And uh, this, uh, originally, to part the kimono a little bit, uh, uh, yeah, to, to part the kimono just a tad, uh, <laughs> Craig's, Craig's original. <laughs> yeah, I, stole that from, I stole that from the McElroys, so don't give me credit for that. Um, stole that from my brother, my brother, and me, so
1: nobody tweet me on that.
2: Um, so, yeah, Emperor X, originally... Craig had submitted a Mountain Goat song uh, in his last slot. And, uh, you know, like I said, I was going to try to kind of one up all of his selections uh, just a little bit. And, you know, when he was going to submit Thursday, I was going to submit at the drive in and he he submitted Mountain Goats. And so I was going to submit Emperor X, who is just the slightly more obscure version of, of some Mountain Goats. It's very stripped down uh songwriter but i don't want to call it folk punk but it's very punk inspired folk i guess uh again tons and tons of layers so now that i know that that's kind of your thing craig please go listen to this record because all over it he just weird sound effects and weird synths and old keyboards and just anything that makes noise it's just all over this record it's beautiful and uh Yeah, this particular song, he said he wanted to write something that was sort of beautiful and poetic in the same way that a lot of people write songs about God and songs about Christianity. He wanted to kind of show the beauty in fighting for uh, a Muslim nation or, you know, whenever... Uh, they were settling in the Middle East, like tons of warring nations and warring people and try to find the beauty in them praying to Allah, like send us some rain, send us what we need, send us the supplies, just whatever we got to do. You know, we know that we owe you and we don't plan to default. We're going to do anything you ask. And like, it's a very beautiful song uh, and the, the cadence of the words, tons of vocal harmonies that are layered through and especially like on the second verse uh, it's very, very, uh, prominent vocal harmonies that just stack one on top of
3: the other. It's very beautiful. So I, uh, I, uh, when I had made all my changes to my original list, I hadn't actually listened to your songs yet. And so I had switched out my songs, then gone back and listened to all of yours. And I come across this. I was like, Oh, this really reminds me of mountain goats already forgetting that I had originally submitted a mountain goat song. <laughs> Yep. And I think I had submitted uh, the the best metal band out of uh, West Denton. Denton's name, of the yeah. Song. But anyway, and I was listening, and I, and and the reason I pulled Mountain Goats off is I feel like it wasn't like I was trying to go for stuff predominantly that people hadn't heard. I know a lot of people that listen to the Mountain Goats, so I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that off because I think people might have heard this. And then I listened to this, I was like, God, this is this is really good. I mean, this is like I kind of wish I would have left the Mountain Goat song on there because then we would have had head to head. Mountain Goats yeah. is a song that sounds very similar to it, and I listened to this song probably half dozen times, and I went back and listened to probably another ten or twelve songs by him, and then I was reading yeah. about him on Wikipedia, and I was he uh yeah very
2: was, smart, inspiring dude, like legally yeah. blind and shit. Oh,
3: yeah, shit. he stopped he stopped pursuing a master's in physics because he was a teacher, so he could devote devote his whole time to music. I I I posted on Facebook. I'm going to I'm going to look up the uh the actual quote I posted because
2: well I can just I can while you're looking that up I can recommend this album is called uh it's called Western Teleport uh and there's a song or yeah it's called Emperor Western Teleport I think and then there's a song called Erica Western Teleport that is my other favorite uh, Emperor X song it's the very first one I heard a very wistful uh song of lost love but it's just a beautiful layered jam that was the very first one I heard so, so-
3: yeah but i I posted on Facebook God damn I fucking love this song by emperor X now I almost Hell went yeah. with mountain and then I went, I went I almost went with mountain goats my last song which should have been a fun coincidence being as they are so similar this band also reminds me of a band called uh car seat headrest yes absolutely and'm um, yeah, b- just big fan of them so yeah i'm i'm a I love the lo-fi-ness of this I love. I'm a big fan of uh, do-it-yourself type punk music, and I kind of feel like this isn't necessarily a punk sound, but it's definitely a uh, record It's your a punk shit, aesthetic. Out there. Yeah. DIY. I feel
0: like I should have done more research. I was just going to say I really like this song. No, for <laughs> sure. I, I- adored this song. I got, got that like, vibe. I, I absolutely- got that vibe that it was so, just like, uh, so good. Sorry.
2: No, I'm, I, I'm glad that I, you really dug I, this because it's it's one that I've been trying to pimp out to all my friends, like, you gotta listen to this, you gotta jam it, it's so good. And everybody's like, Yeah, this is okay. I'm just like, fuck you guys, man, this shit is amazing. I, I, listen to I, it on headphones. Like
0: Oh yeah. Always listen to stuff on headphones. It's always best that way.
3: I also texted my previously mentioned friend with the same name as me about how much <laughs> I love the song. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll spread check the it out. word. <laughs> yeah, spread the gospel. It's And yeah, the
2: more you look into him, like you said, you read about him, like very interesting character and very inspiring story. And all the songs are like very personal, uh, which I I love songs that are like very general and kind of anyone can relate to them. But there's something about stuff that's so specific that is even more endearing because the things that you that do resonate with you, even if it's not an experience you've had. To hear someone else describe an experience that they've had and it sort of resonates with you in a way just because of the song that they've written, you know. That's a very beautiful thing to me, so. Uh, I'm My, definitely glad this one's got some love.
3: I will say that uh, the first time I saw this song, I immediately went with, it's a trap! Um, yeah. Because... <laughs> And then I was like then my second reaction was like, "Oh, I love this song. I got I always got to make sure that I don't have this song queued up on my phone over around my in-laws just in case. I don't want them All to right. see me listening to a song called Allahu Akbar because
2: <laughs> Oh yeah, especially in the south around here, yeah, I can't go around talking about that too much.
0: No, not so much.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not classified. As, Kansas would never be classified as the south, but we're south adjacent and there's a lot of Yeah, and uh, there's hillbillies everywhere. People who yeah. identify with the south. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, seriously, people have to vote on who actually wins this, um, I'll put that up after I post the show.
2: Listen, I don't want to bias anybody, but I, I think we all win today. I think like, everybody
0: wins. We both
2: brought our A-game, and for not having, like, categories to choose from to just be, like, free-for-all, I think we came with some, some bangers, some yeah, heat rocks.
0: Some super amazing songs that I I certainly was not expecting everybody to be.
2: Sad. Yeah. I definitely appreciate you, uh, rising to the, to the challenge and taking some time for us. I know, uh, like you say, you got a baby coming and all that. So, I, well, I, know, I mean, uh, if,
3: well, I, we're, it's the like I said, it's the calm before the storm. So, I mean, it's like, I, I don't know if I would have been able to do this podcast in two weeks. I mean, we're, 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 I know we this a, is
2: precious time. You could have been putting
3: together that go bag. So
0: yeah, thank you for not putting the car seat in yet. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I don't. I don't know if anybody of you saw like my most tw- proud tweet that I've ever posted. Uh-huh. Uh, no. Uh, about how uh, I was putting together a high chair the other day. <laughs> I, no, I never. I never. I never, never plug my own stuff, but I'm so proud of this tweet because I've never had anything more liked and retweeted. But I. I, I so I was putting together this high chair, and I. Uh, and and so it's like me putting new high chair together. I think we might be missing pieces. My wife was like, "Did you look at the instructions?" And I'm like, "I didn't go to six years of engineering school to look at fucking instructions." Then me a little later, wow, well, looking at the instructions. This is really clever, and because <laughs> this is, this is yeah. gonna be my life for the like forever because it's it's they like I've, the I've, least I've,
0: moving parts possible. Is on those I've never come can. so
3: close to just well, i, I take that back because I throw shit all the time because I have rage issues. <laughs> But putting together a goddamn car seat adapter for the car seat. There's so much shit you have to have for a new baby. I cannot believe it. And it's insane. It's a racket. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that it definitely is. But babies themselves are a racket.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Wait, sh- There's one over there. Okay. <laughs> well, we did get some feedback this week, Craig, um, now, I don't know your feelings on Vaporwave, but we got an email from Jacques. It, was from Jacques. Um, it says, Hi, I'm demanding that y'all do a Vaporwave episode. Demanding it. Also, I love the show. A what episode? A Vaporwave show. A Vaporwave show.
3: Vaporwave? Yeah, are you familiar with Vaporwave at all? Sounds like probably not. No, I thought you kept saying Paperweight. I'm like, The song by <laughs> Joshua Radden? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have no idea what Vapor Rape is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus! Wow. Uh, well, that was the email from Sean. He Says, "Take care, Zhang." But he also said he loves the show, so I'm really excited about that.
2: Yeah, he was he was very excited about the uh, infinity frequencies that ended up on last week's elevator episode.
0: Yeah, I think you said, "Well, you should send an." Email. Yeah, so I was
2: like, T- "You should uh, demand a vaporwave episode." Email us demanding a vaporwave. So he's like, "I demand." A vaporwave. Ever. So yeah. we appreciate it, Jacques. Hopefully uh, I can talk Amy into doing that. I think we have enough listeners that can that are smart enough
3: to figure it out if they don't know, but I think enough of them probably already know what Vaporwave is. Or
0: they're going to give us songs about
3: vapor. Yeah, Enlighten me on what Vaporwave is because I might need something else to uh, distract myself from work while I'm at work. <laughs> okay, so uh,
2: Vaporwave was basically invented on the internet um, and it's music that samples a bunch of, like, 80s smooth jazz and, like, waiting room music and, like, you know, the sort of music that you would hear on the phone, on hold, or whatever. It's a lot of that sort of stuff sampled with more grooves and more, uh, like, synths added to it. Um, one of the most popular Vaporwave songs is a song called uh 420. Of course. Uh, it's by, by someone named uh, Macintosh Plus, and the song's called 420, and it samples Diana Ross, and they basically uh, slow it down uh, kind of in the same way that like chopped and screwed music is, where they slow a sample down tremendously and make it lower pitched and, uh, you know, chop it up and add some extra samples and synths, and it's supposed to be this critique against uh, consumerism, and it's very broad. There's like a bunch of different subsets of vaporwave. Some of them are like really ambient, and some of them are really upbeat and funky and dancy. Uh, it's a broad scope, but a very interesting uh, rabbit hole to go down. I, I think if you it. if you started looking up vaporwave, go to uh, the YouTube channel Vapor Memory. Uh, there's tons and tons of vaporwave records, uh, and you can just start your journey there. I think you will fall down a rabbit hole very quickly, Craig.
3: I am equal parts really intrigued and nah, I mean, it's, (laughs) I don't don't know. uh, If you
2: listen to the elevators episode, go back and listen to the song that I submitted called, uh, identification by a band called infinity frequencies. You can add that to your, to your Spotify list or whatever, and check that out. And you'll, you'll kind of get an idea of what it's all about.
0: Craig, how can we get a hold of you on Twitter?
3: I am at an average Gatsby. And And I'm, uh, I am at, uh, how I gotcha on Twitter.
2: What about you, Amy?
0: Oh, I'm at Madame Wolle, and of course the show is at Pod. And of course, there's the Facebook group, the Earbuds and Earworms podcast group, where you can see all sorts of amazing things happening, especially when everyone starts trolling each other, which I really like. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's really fun. And our voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or
2: 731-400-2837
0: and our email is endpod at gmail.com you can be like Jacques and get your email read on the show now there was no song suggestion so yeah, how,
3: how, how can you demand a vaporwave episode and then not submit a vaporwave song in the <laughs> request
0: I know but R- guess what y'all guys came together for this one I think I don't, Rookie know. I don't know who put this one <laughs> 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 and of course the show can always be found at endpod.com part the 10710 network now the final song. Who chose it?
3: It wasn't me. I submitted oh. it because this is this this is curtailing back to the how I wanted to just pick nothing but the hits. Right. But like, yeah. My favorite song by Queen is nobody's favorite song by Queen. So I picked the song by Queen because I genuinely adore this song by Queen, and like I've gotten into arguments with friends about what the best song by Queen is ever is, and no one ever agrees with me and. I, I plugged this in there when I was trolling Mitchell with all of my fantastic, <laughs> awful song. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could remember some of the other ones
2: that you posted. Do you remember any other ones? No. I mean, my favorite was by far
3: Christmas Shoes.
1: Yeah, that, that was a- <laughs> so, have <laughs> so you, bad.
3: Have you we've heard had Pat- it.
0: We've had it on the show, I think.
3: <laughs> Patton Oswald has an entire comedy bit on that song.
0: Oh, I'll have to check that out.
3: That's how I found out about it.
0: So, what we're going to do is we're going to leave the uh, show on Queen's Princes of the Universe. Thank you so much, Craig, for coming on.
2: Thanks, Craig.
3: If you could marry into money, I highly recommend it. It's the best thing ever.